Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to Red Men News. Uh, we're back once again for another uh, daily news show. This time, though, we've partnered up with The Athletic. It's the start of a hopefully long and enduring partnership between Redmen News, Redmen and The Athletic. It's the best written coverage of Liverpool anywhere in the world is The Athletic, um, with a world-class team of writers, genuinely. The Liverpool correspondents are none other than James Pearce and Simon Hughes, friends of the show, friends of mine, but also, in their own right, absolutely outstanding journalists. Uh, the site itself, The Athletic, is completely ad-free. No ads, no annoying pop-ups whatsoever. Visit www.theathletic.co.uk forward slash red menu to start your 30-day free trial and get 50% off your yearly subscription. So it comes out about £2.50 a month. And as I mentioned, The Athletic is the new home of football writing. We've got loads and loads of stuff lined up over the next few months with them, with their journalists. Um, some brand new content that we've not done before. So some new shows will be coming. Uh, I really can't wait to get started. And as I mentioned, they are supporting us. And if you could support them by clicking the link in the description, www.theathletic.co.uk forward slash News. Go over there, sign up, see for yourself. It's absolutely fantastic journalism. Not just covering the pub, but covering clubs all around the country. And if you're into other sports as well, I'm a massive NFL fan. The fantasy footy is fantastic. The NFL coverage is absolutely world-class as well. So it's not just Liverpool. It's more than just that. And we're going to start, actually, uh, with uh, an article written on The Athletic yesterday by James Pearce. I'm joined by Ben Kelly. I'm sorry, I nearly forgot to introduce you then, Ben. Um, and this is about Salah and Mane from the weekend. You know, we beat Burnley 3-0. Mane comes off the, uh, as he substituted and he is unhappy. He's frustrated that Mo Salah has not passed him the ball. Uh, he would have been uh, through on goal, been able to score. And this is a James Pearce article and the title is Salah and Mane have already made up. There's friendly rivalry and occasional selfishness, but a feud, no way. Which puts me at ease, Ben. Mm. And I think if I scroll down a little bit, I've actually highlighted the paragraph, paragraph here. After being embraced, 
faced by his manager on the touchline. Mane jabbed the finger in the direction of captain Jordan Henderson, who was sat on the bench after being forced off with a dead leg. Mane, who had got a rollicking off Henderson after a late error against Arsenal Anfield a week earlier, clearly wanted to make a point to the skipper about Salah's decision-making. A training bib was thrown in disgust as Mane continued to vent his frustration before vice-captain Milner wisely moved to take a seat next to Mane and helped to calm things down. Now, we've read this, we've enjoyed this article, as I mentioned, by James Pearce on The Athletic. Is this something that we should be unhappy with to see from our players, Ben? I don't think so. I mean, look, the the, amount, the, the, the level of passion that you're seeing at 3 0 up with 10 minutes to go away at Burnley, you know, they're absolutely desperate to just score more goals. And I think as long as. As long as it isn't a few, you know, as long as this article is correct in a sense, and there's no real problems. I mean, the next article, the next paragraph that you've highlighted there is really is the most encouraging one for me. Um, you know, the friendly rivalry on the pitch and the competitiveness is it can only be a good thing because you know if we want to keep going, we discussed at our time on, uh, on Saturday about how it would be a real statement to go and get four or five goals at Burnley, and look, we 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 we're putting a really professional performance second half. We won three 0 but. They're clearly desperate for more goals. Mm. Absolutely. And, and, and to carry on then, it wasn't even an issue by the time the players got back to the dressing room. And that's a quote a source told The Athletic. Sadio and Mo were chatting and everything was fine. It was just in the heat of the moment. It's all forgotten. It was a storm in the teacup. And if that we've been told, or The Athletic have been told, that we're telling you guys. So that's the end of the story as far as I'm concerned. Mm. One of the things that I find really interesting about this story, though, is that I think if you're Sadio Mane, Ben, you have to stand up for yourself in this situation yeah. because what happens, it's all right, it was 2-0, it was 3-0, it was 3-0, I think it was actually yeah. when the, by the time this happened. But what if it was 0-0? Mm. And what if it happens next time at 0-0 in the next game and Mane didn't stand up for himself and Salah does exactly the same thing? Yeah. He's forcing Salah's hand in this instance. And I think that's good moving into the next game, into the next few games. The next time Salah's going to think twice and Salah's going to play that ball and Mane's going to get one and it could be an important goal, it could be the only goal of the game. Could be that we're behind at the time. This is brilliant by Sadio Mane. You've got to stand up for what you believe in. And it's healthy. This is what you do. This is how good sides become great sides. No, definitely. And I think I think um, th there'll have been a conversation, obviously, afterwards. The manager will probably speak to them today at Melwood, you know, and, and he'll just defuse the situation. There was an opportunity a little bit, I think, at 2-0, where there was one where Salah could play for me, you know, in. So, you know, the, the, there are there are situations where it's happening. And look, so I, think, I think Salah's selfishness has been brought up before. You know, he, he is a very selfish player but he's a very self-driven player in the sense of he wants to get as many goals as he can but so Sadio Mane they both want the golden boot again this season and, and that's that's great that we've got two players who, who, who both want it that's it and it's not like Salah is you know dead greedy he got more assists than Sadio Mane last season in fact James goes and puts the chances created and the assists together and you can see there that Mo's created 25 chances um, since the start of 2017-18 for Sadio Mane now equally you know Mane has made 43 to Salah assists wise Salah's assisted Mane four times Mane's assisted seven times you need that selfish streak mm. of Salah that's why he scored so many goals in so few games and Sadio Mane is up there with him but this is just a healthy rivalry and I think we should end, end the story there. Uh, so, uh, Bobby Duncan is the next uh, target of the new show. Liverpool have agreed a deal to sell the forward to Fiorentina. We know what happened last week with his agent, Saif Rubio. Yeah, 
yeah, it was just safe on Twitter. It was safe PR, but yeah. I got a tweet about not saying it, so I'm trying not to say it. Mm. Safe Ruby, apologies. Um, so it looks like they've had a loan deal rejected, but now have agreed a fee of two million euros. That's one point eight million pounds with a twenty percent sell-on clause for the eighteen-year-old who scored thirty-two goals in all competitions last season. Um, I'm kind of glad that this has happened, to be honest with you. And look, I know we spoke about it at length uh, last week about the mental health issues and stuff like that covering a few different shows, Ben, but it looks like this is probably the best way for Liverpool and Bobby Duncan to continue now, isn't it? Yeah, I think... And that's it, by breaking yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, it was such a strange story when it broke last week and obviously the agent going about it the way he did, I'm not convinced it was the right way. Um, but this, this for me now is, I expected this today or, or you know, before the end of the window, um, just because Duncan, it, it, I don't look. It's not the best way, but I feel like he has burned his bridges a little bit. Whether or not he authorised that that from from the agent or not, but it, you know, two million pounds, twenty percent sell on clause. We've obviously negotiated quite well again. I think it makes sense for us it, as a club. You know, it makes sense for us. Um, and another one that could be going out or was rumoured to go out was Dejan Lovren, but now uh, Sky Sports is saying that he is due to stay at Liverpool despite interest from Juve, AC Milan and Roma. Now the interesting one here is Roma and AC have been keen on bringing the Croat in. It feels like all summer long, Ben. But Juventus are also interested because of Giorgio Chiellini's long-term injury. Was it his ACL that Chiellini did? I, I've got no idea. I remember I it, happen, it happened over the weekend, didn't right. it? So um, obviously they're... Ca- Club captain, centre half, absolutely brilliant centre half, one of the best in the world over the last ten years. Um, they were probably looking to try and get someone in to replace him in the short term. It doesn't look like he's going to go out. The European transfer window does end today. We've spoken about this so many times. I, we'll gloss over it a little bit, but it does look like Dejan Lovren is going to stay at Liverpool, which is only a good thing in my eyes. Uh, the best FIFA Football Awards have uh, put out their list of finalists now completely dominated by uh, Premier League managers and, and footballers. Now, the Men's Player Award, it's Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi, Virgil van Dijk again, fresh off winning uh, UEFA's uh, Player of the Season last season. Uh, we've got an English lady in the FIFA Women's Players, Lucy Bronze. Obviously, she won the UEFA one as well. Megan Rapinoe is always also in there. The Men's Coach one's really interesting. Guardiola, Klopp and Pochettino. Yeah. That'll be hard fought. And you know what? Domestic trouble for Guardiola. Champions League winning 97 points for Jürgen Klopp. Absolutely nothing for Pochettino. I'm not sure he's really in the running, if I'm honest. No. Um, then Phil Neville's in there for the FIFA women's coach. Um, and then we go to men's goalkeeper, Alison Edison to Stegen. Uh, and the Puskas Award is obviously Messi, Quintero and Jordi. Um, so if you had to pick a men's player of the year, who would you go for? Ben? Um, hmm. I think I would go with Virgil van Dijk. Our centre-half, our number four. What about the men's coach? The men's coach... It is tough. It is genuinely tough. tough it, it is tough, but I do think that that Jurgen Klopp, what he's done with this squad, I think that I think it just tops it. Look, but a domestic treble, look, it's, you know, I'd take one of them this season. So, it, you know, it is either or, but I do think the way Liverpool got through that European champ, uh, that European campaign with the Barcelona semi-final and the way Jurgen Klopp, if all those if all those quotes that came out about Klopp saying to his players, you know. It's impossible, but because it's you, we've got to change. You know things like that. That for me is world class management, and I, and I believe it is true. I, I believe that that's what you know they've said something along those lines. I just think that that is another level of man management. I think I think that alone 
you know, really puts him in the, in, in the lead for this one. I must admit, listen, as a Liverpool fan, I'm going to say Jürgen Klopp, but it is so close. And I wonder whether if I'm not a Liverpool fan, I'd be able to t- say Pep Guardiola. I just don't think I can take the red tinted glasses on this one. Let me know yours in the comment section below. Uh, best goalkeeper, clearly, Alisson is well better. And breaking news, just as we were about to go live, we were going to do a story on Ryan Kemp, possibly going over to Club Bruges. But it looks like now Steven Gerrard has pulled the trigger uh, as Glasgow Rangers close to agree uh, close to agreeing a permanent deal for Liverpool's Ryan Kent. Fee would be in the region of six to seven million pounds. Personal terms and medical to be done once the clubs have an agreement. This broke 29 minutes past. It's 43 minutes past. We've not got any more information on this one. But Steven Gerrard has wanted Ryan Kent all summer long, and it looks like we might finally, he might now finally have his man. Yeah, definitely. And, and look, if, if Rangers are actually going to pay that fee, then Liverpool have done great as well because they've held out for, for that was the sort of fee we were asking for all summer and once again I think it looks like you know if he goes with that much that's another great bit of negotiation for Michael Edwards because seven million pounds I'm not I'm not sure he's worth that much to be honest but we're gonna get it anyway it looks like it and it's poor Joyce as well so it's almost mm. it's almost guaranteed yeah. that that's the truth to be perfectly honest with you uh, Jamie Carragher for B- hailed Fabinho as the best in his role um, after his performance against Burnley as a number six in the Premier League I think he is up there I think uh, N'Golo Kante if he was to play that number six role on his own could be in the conversation but Fabinho is the only one who plays that on his own at the moment for me and he stands head and shoulders he stands on the shoulders of everybody else playing that uh, position at the moment yeah. Ben I mean he has been outstanding he was outstanding against Burnley yeah he was absolutely brilliant against Burnley he just completely dominates the midfield his presence there is just enough to to control the game and you know the amount of long passes and the amount of recoveries that he made on 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 Saturday were just he was just absolutely fantastic I completely agree with what Jamie's saying there and just final story it's not really Liverpool related but it is a former player Juventus are making a final attempt to sign Rakitic before today's deadline and it looks like Emery Chan could be used as part of any deal there which would be quite interesting isn't it you know he obviously signed on a free transfer last season for mm. Juventus at the end of his Liverpool contract um, by all accounts he played really well he got himself into the side and it seems to be a bit of a make uh, it just shows you how the grass isn't always greener totally. uh, before we move into the comments then so let's get some of the comments um, if you've got something for me, Sai, to get going, that'll be absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah, so first of all, we've got quite a big super chat from Ben Pryor, who wanted to say, Ben Kelly is my favourite Redmen TV member. Keep up the good work, Ben. I am looking forward to watching the Around the League show this week. I get it. Thank you very much, mate. Thank you. Well, then you're a big member. Yeah. My big... Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, whatever. Uh, the around the, the, the league show is absolutely <laughs> superb. It's it's nice to listen to as well. It's 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 you know, we're, we're so involved in Liverpool and everything mm. about Liverpool. I think opening it up to four guests on the Iran League, so always yeah. having someone from a different club, yeah. it's really improved. That's We've got Sarah so. Haplin from um, Toffee TV and other Everton-associated um, football media on this week. Uh, we are working on getting a Man United fan as well, but, you know... They're all in hiding. They're all in they're hiding. They're all in they're hiding. Struggling. If anybody wants to volunteer, give us a shout. No, yeah, yeah, I can't got, imagine got Everton people. perspective this week. They had a good win at the weekend. Um, thanks for the super chat as well. Yes, thank you. Yeah, thanks very much, Ben. So a couple of um, a couple of Mane and Salah. Tom Robber of Music says I do wish Salah would pass more. And then he went on to say, do you think this will make Salah pass more? I hope so. I do. I, I said it on the final word. It's not out yet, but it'll be out over on Redmen TV YouTube a little bit later on. And I really believe that, you know, the next time that Salah's through and he's got Mane there, he will pass. So I think it was great play by uh, Sadio play A great move by Sadio Mane. But also I think that Sadio Mane is more likely to pass it to Mo Salah to prove yeah. a point. So if he's mm. through on one-on-one, I think he goes, yeah, there you go. 
And I did yeah. this, like, and he goes, there you go, and does his little celebration yeah. as he gets the assist. I think it's only a good thing. I, you know, I want to see that competitiveness between the between the, the front three. They are all winners, proven winners, and it's great to see that even at 3-0 against Burnley, a historically tough place for Liverpool to go to, we're still fighting tooth and nail to go more yeah. and more and score more goals and more goals and more goals. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, next comment, please, Sai. Um, just, a, just a last one to end on, and then uh, Ross, Ross Chandley, don't know, don't know who he is, but he said, if the biggest issue we have at the club, which I don't think is an issue, is that one of our forwards is annoyed he didn't get the chance to get another goal because Mo wanted to score, it's fine. I think that's true, isn't it? The fact that this is what we're really worrying about and we're top of the league. Yeah, you, yeah. Much We've just won 13 league games on the bounce. We're top of the table going into the first international break with 12 points from four games. We're seven points ahead of Manchester United. We're seven points ahead of Chelsea with four games, and we're worried about our strikers not scoring more goals. <laughs> Sound, yeah. Sound, Ross. That'll I do. Love that. And get back into work, you, you divvy. Um, four days off or something to go and gallivanting around mountains in shit traps. Terrible, Ross. Um, Boat driving. Boat boat driving. Driving. Love them, love yeah. them traps, by the way, mate. <laughs> them little walking boots you had on. Absolutely brilliant, Ross. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Shall we go for the next one? Uh, yeah, so I asked who, who, who people think might win awards out of the three nominated Virgil Croft and Alison. Didn't get too much, but Jaja Ellis, he says clean sweep. Virgil Croft and Alison will win, win the awards. Stronger civilian says Guardiola didn't face any top team last year except the final with Chelsea, and Spurs got disqualified. Klopp should win it. Disqualifies? Disqualified. Disqualified. I think the goal, the goal, getting disqualified. Maybe. Um, I think it must um, be about VAR or yeah, something. Yeah, it's a valid point. I just think, obviously, Man City, the level of football that they play as well. I mean, I think both of us right now, given the start of the season as well, we are pretty much on a, on a level, you know, level playing field. Liverpool and Man City, but some of the football that Man City played last season was absolutely breathtaking. So you've got to take that into account. Okay, I've just got one there from Liverpool boss. Um, Liverpool are boss. City now have one centre back with Laporte injury. What will they do? It's a good reason to keep Lovren just in case. Uh, maybe that's something that you could look at on the Around the oh, League show, actually. Yeah. It was Jermaine Genus actually on Match of the Day on Saturday night who said that he felt that this did tip the. the, the the, the balance of the title race towards Liverpool, so we're definitely going to discuss that on, on the show this week. And, and how do you, how are you supposed to feel, Ben, when when you see an injury like Laporte? Because you don't want to be happy because a player's got injured, but as a Liverpool perspective, it does look on paper like it's half decent. For yeah, us. look, it's, it, there's a difference for me between celebrating an injury, which is wrong, and admitting that it benefits Liverpool. This injury benefits Liverpool. If remember if, if Laporte, Liverpool, the second best centre back in the league, or the best left sided centre back in the league. Left footed. Left foot. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, you know, if, he, if he's out for a sustained period of time. You know, it, that is that is a problem for Man City because of his leadership and his presence at the back, and, and that benefits Liverpool. Now, I'm not saying that I'm happy that he's injured, but I'm saying that it's a good thing for, for our side and our title challenge this season. I don't think that's unreasonable. Yeah, I agree. OK, then. Uh, so there you go. That's been Redmen News for today. As I mentioned at the top of the show, we do have new partners in The Athletic. Um, they've been absolutely brilliant with us so far. I'm sure they will continue to be brilliant. Uh, if you like us, if you like Redmen News, if you like everything that we do, then please go and support our partners, The Athletic. It's www.theathletic.co.uk forward slash Redmen News for 50% off in a 30-day free trial. That's 50% off your yearly subscription. Big thank you to them. As I mentioned, we've got loads and loads of stuff lined up. 
up. We're trying to get interviews not only with James Pearce and Simon Hughes, but hopefully we should have a tactical analysis video with uh, Michael Cox. We're trying to get Rafa Honigstein, who obviously did the book, uh, Bring the Noise about Jürgen Klopp. So loads of cool stuff upcoming over the next few months. Uh, some of that will be on YouTube. Ne nearly all of that will be on YouTube. Uh, it's, it promises to be a fantastic partnership for us and for them, but show your support by going and clicking that link in the description. Thank you very much for watching. Don't forget to like the video and subscribe to Red Men News if it's your first time here. Click that notification bell. You will be notified when we go live. It's roughly half 12 every single day, apart from a Friday, because we do it after the press conference for the weekend. Thanks very much, and we'll see you next time on Red Men News. Ta-ra.